Hello and welcome to Southern Comfort, a SOCOM podcast where we talk all things Southern Comfort sports. I'm joined again by co-host Will Fleming. Will, you want to say what's up? Man, what up? Thanks for having me again, man. Can't believe I'm back for episode two. I'm um, excited to get things started. It's a permanent thing. That's what's so crazy. I, it's it's something I, I haven't even... Every kid dreams of this. So I just I want to say thank you for that. I think I look forward to, you know, the end of my week every week talking about basketball with you for 30 to 45 minutes. But, Absolutely. You know, the first thing before we start talking about basketball, um, your Bucks got it done in Coloway this weekend. And y'all got a big one coming up. You want to plug? Talk about that a little bit? Sure did, man. I'm grinning from ear to ear right now. Um, I was terrified at halftime. But at the same time, I wasn't. You know, I know we have Billy. Uh, Billy Taylor, Coach Taylor is not going to allow uh, 35 points again. You heard it, heard it here first. I don't care. We play North Coast State. Uh, we're probably going to win the national championship this year. I'm trying to go with that. Uh, but really, shout out to the guys. I knew we could run the ball really well. Uh, Jacob and Quay had an incredible game. Shout out Quay. Shout out Jacob. But really, even shout out Tyler, uh, Tyler Rydell. He played a great game under center. Um, you know, he made some good reads. He, um, I mean, and I mean, literally everything about the game I was very impressed with, besides the defense on the first half. But as I said, uh, I'm not going to say the F word, but Western Carolina, it goes, it goes like that again. Um, Western Carolina, but uh, big game this Saturday. Uh, everybody come out to William B. Green. I already tweeted, uh, if you're not there, just go ahead and follow me and never talk to me ever again. It's going to be a great game. And if you are going to be there, I'd like to hear a reason why. Um, I'm a medical professional. I'm a nurse. So I understand any medical reasons. Uh, just let me know ahead of time. But I'll be, uh, I'll be standing at the gates taking names and Twitter handles. Uh, but really, man, going to be a very good game. Super excited for, uh, for the Mercer Bears coming up here last time we played. At William B. Green against them, I think Clay had his uh, career high. So, really cool. Uh, but I guess let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Enough football talk. Uh, shout out, Bucks. But let's get to it. We have, we have more serious stuff to talk about. Um, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you take off on, on Tuesday, and we'll just go from there. I'll kind of, you know, bring up each game, break down some stats from them. Um, mm-hmm. The first one here that I've got written down is my cats beating Bowling Green in overtime, yep. uh, 79-71. The first thing I want to say is my notes on Western throughout the week just gets more and more depressing. Uh, <laughs> like this game, dude, I, I thought we were world beaters. And I know both teams played – they did not play good in this game. Um, Bowling Green scored one point in the first mm-hmm. eight minutes. But Nick Robinson, who we're going to talk about later – 15 points, 13 rebounds in this one. Uh, former three-star, played at St. Joe's, I think, and mm-hmm. Valparaiso. Um, Cam splits the Red Sea of Bowling Green defenders for the game-tying uh, layup. That's one that Western – I feel a cause for concern because if you tell me that the team you're playing scores one point in the first eight minutes, wouldn't you expect to be up 15, 20? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Western was up 13 points at that time. Yeah. Um, there's really not much else to say about that. We can roll into the next one. I'll let you talk about this one a little bit. I think you got some notes on this one, maybe. <laughs> um, the Citadel at Pitt. What do you think, man? You know, I you know I didn't know too much about Pitt before the game, and I found out a lot. Uh, Pitt's in some trouble this year. Um, losing to Citadel by 15, 78-63. Um, Hayden Brown had a good game, but, I mean, he was, he was overshadowed by Jason Roche. Am I saying Roche? Roche, yeah, uh, Roche, is, it, uh, is it like the shoes? See, wearing some Roche runs, Uh We all had a pair or two in the day. Uh, 27 points, most ever by a first-game freshman in Citadel history. Um, if I'm not mistaken, 8 for 14 from the three-point range. Um, I mean, <laughs> a great game. Like I said, a lot of Pitt fans, I saw Pitt Twitter, um, they're in some trouble. They're, they're in a lot of trouble. And uh, honestly, at this rate, whoever playing in Citadel maybe is in trouble. 
uh, played a very good game. I'm very impressed with him. Hayden Brown, I still don't think he should be the player of the year, preseason player of the year. Uh, played a good game. Um, now, you Reverend. Have else on this Reverend. One? Reverend. The Reverend. He's going to be a preacher. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> the I think, you know, Jason gives Hayden a weapon of uh, triple doubles. If he's got someone else that can score, I think you could see Hayden Brown. We know yeah. he's going to get the points. He's going to get the rebounds. And yeah. the way they play through that guy, I don't see why he's not going to get 15 assists now. Now they've got someone are we else. Talking, are we talking triple double, Hayden? We, it could happen, man. The way if he's got someone else that can actually score the ball, the way that guy's scoring yeah. it right now. Yeah. You, you double team and Hayden, Hayden in the post, and he's got a guy that can shoot 60% from three out there. Absolutely. Um, and then the next one, UNCG uh, 57, NCANT 53. Um, the craziest part about this one to me was uh, Buckingham. The team shot 20 total threes, and he took 10 of them. Um, I think yeah. that's going to be different for G fans to have their best player actually shooting threes. What do you think about that one, Will? Yeah, they haven't seen it in a few years. Obviously, with Isaiah Miller, not much of an outside threat. Um, overall, I mean, I mean, Buckingham, I did say, I did say, I brought his name up in the last pod. Um, he's he's a good player. He's He's been a good player. He was, what, uh, Cal State Bakersville? He was at Bakersville yeah. uh, before. Um, I was impressed. I'm not going to lie, I'm impressed. Yeah. They didn't play a great team. Um, one thing that I I was again look at this look at the stats look at the box score. Um, Hunter's one for ten, three points, one for six shooting. Um, I mean, if they want to do anything, I think Caleb Hunter needs to step up. He's not someone that's going to be. I mean, over the years, I think a lot of people have been very hard on him. Uh, but I mean, God, one for ten, shooting one for six from the three, three points, uh, two fouls, one assist, five rebounds. You got to do better. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, the language, uh, well, one of the languages isn't there. The other language didn't start. Um, and, and they played their older brother, their older brother, Cam Langley. I didn't know if he was younger or old. He's, he's older. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, NCAA team's not, not on a great team. Um, you know, they're 0-2 right now with the loss in Jacksonville the other day. Uh, but I'll give it to G. Uh, they found a way to win. That's something that my team didn't do uh, either today or, or, or we'll talk about that. I'm not very pleased. But, um, man, I <laughs> – I agree with you. I think UNCG is going to go just as far as he's going to take him. And I wonder if anyone else is going to step up this year. Um, I still think, you know, Abdul Salam's going to got a bit to prove. And uh, if he can play well, then they'll be, they're going to be a decent team. They're not going to be, I don't think they're going to, they may be top. I don't know if they'll be top five. The SoCon, I can see them seventh or eighth with the way uh, this, the SoCon looks right now, two games in. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I got on that one. It's that one. And then when you're going to talk about the game Friday a little later, the, it almost gives me two different vibes from UNCG. Absolutely. Games. Um, Absolutely. Mercer 61 at Arkansas 74. Um, I feel like Neftali Alvarez over yeah. six from yep. three. He has to do more for them. Um, yep. if they're going to win big games. Uh, Kamar Robertson, a guy that I'm not really a big fan of just kind of, uh, I guess his freshman year, my last year at Western, there was always like a little mm-hmm. bit of beef between us, you know, like those two yep. teams because we were so close together. And I feel like that guy was always just like a little pain on our side because he would always do something, make a big play. Um, but he had 23 off the bench. You got any thoughts on that one? Yeah, you know, Alvarez going four for 13, oh, six from the three. Um, that's tough. Any day, any, anytime he does that, I'm going to have to be betting on the other team. Um, Glisson played well. Uh, I think led the team. He and, he and Robinson led the team with 12 points. Nothing, nothing much to be said. Hase played, played decent, you know, 10 points right there. But um, played a short bench. They really played six players majority of the game. Um, they played eight overall, one getting four minutes, one getting 12 minutes. Um, so, you know, I think they need a little bit more depth. 
Uh, Jalen Johnson uh, played 24 minutes. I don't think he showed too much. I don't think he's really showed anything anywhere he's been. Um, but, yeah, I mean, is, is Arkansas going to be this good again this year? Don't know. But, um, gosh, what's his name? Uh, J.D. Note, uh, what was it, 29, 30 points, uh, 11 for 26 shooting. Not amazing, but uh, I'll give it to him. Had enough to beat, uh, to beat Mercer that day. Yep, and um, after that, we could turn to the games Friday. There was a game Thursday. Uh, Sanford beat Spring Hill 86-69. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Schedule real opponents. Am I forgetting I think, something? I think, I think you're forgetting UC, uh, oh, University yeah, of Tennessee yeah, 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 yeah. at Chattanooga. Yeah, let me, hear, let me hear about the mocks, man. Man, my one lock of the week hit. One lock of the week hit. Um, went out to L.A. and beat LMU on the road. Um, so, like I said, UTC is going to be as good as they want to be this year. Um, David Jean Baptiste proved that he still has it. I don't know if he's 25 or 30 uh, yet, but uh, he's, he's playing, he played a great game on Tuesday. I uh, stayed up and watched it till about the very end. Um, they pulled away, but it was a great first half, great second half. Uh, I think uh, D'Souza, uh, he played well, five points, five rebounds. Really didn't do too much. Only played 11 minutes, uh, but Jean Baptiste. He was in yeah. foul trouble pretty he much. He was in foul trouble with four fouls, and then and then their other big, uh, uh, Hankton, fouled out. Uh, so they were in foul trouble most of the game. However, um, I mean, David Jean Baptiste, really, I mean, eight for 16 shooting, 26 points, five and nine from three. Uh, I mean, he played he played very well. Malachi Smith with 21. Um, and, and you know what? They they held Eli Scott to 12 points. He had 11 rebounds, yes. But uh, uh, led him, uh, held him to 12 points, which is huge. Um, that's the best player on, on, on Marymount's team. Uh, and then we have uh, – you have the Kiwi. You have uh, Kelly Lea Pepe, I believe his name is. Um, I don't know if anybody – a year and a half ago or a year ago, you kind of – he broke the Twitter world. Um, he's got a mullet. He's got a very nice mullet. Uh, and this year he's got a mullet with, uh, with Blonde in the front. Haven't seen it before. Um, he, he's from Melbourne, Australia. I believe he's maybe even on the Australian national team. Not really sure. But uh, I was impressed. I was very impressed. Uh, is he the next Ben Simmons? Probably not. But – um, but he played well too. But yeah, shout out chat. Uh, sorry for skipping them. Um, yeah, that was the lock of the week for me. Yeah, so you're yeah, welcome if you made any money from that. The one, the one pick you got right. I was, we we're just gonna yeah. uh, put 10 bucks in 139. So or 38. So thanks. Thanks for that. That's a, that's a good pick there. Um, and then like I said, we're not even gonna talk about Samford play real opponents. No, play real team. What you're doing, and you, you're barely beating who yeah, I'm not impressed. Who you're playing. Um, I will say, I will say, go back real quick. Sorry to cut you off again, but they did play against Maryville College. Maryville College was headed by Miles Ragnus, uh, Rasnick, excuse me, former ETSU, um, a walk on. So proud of proud of him. Played decent against against um, against Sanford. But you can continue. Just want to get I mean, my two cents. Yeah, in they there. were they were in that game. Um, something mm-hmm. Sanford failed to to hit the century mark. Yep. In either there, unbelievable. Teams, yeah, I, I don't unbelievable. Know, Quay's Glover's like really happened to try for them to beat those guys absolutely um, but friday uh you want to talk about your bucks um falling uh, in at, at uh, yeah yeah we can do that um i will say shout out david sloan um good game 15 points eight assists only one person fouled no turnovers um my gosh man what's going on um we were up up 12 early i think or maybe it was either eight or 12 can't remember um kind of got, let him get back in it. And we just, we let him get in it the whole game. We played sloppy, played a little loose. Um, I don't know, you know, first game with a new coach. I don't know what more we can expect. I think we expect a lot out of these guys at ETSU. We hear a lot about them. We see that they're, you know, they, we got a guy from IMG, you know, we see some 
some big, big time recruits. And then um, I think LA needs to step up a little bit. LA played well, six for 16, but I mean, one for six from three, that's not his game. Um, typically he's, you know, he shoot almost 80% from three. Um, excuse me, waiting for him to kind of break out. I will, I will give a shout out to Bonnie Patterson, man. Three of four from the three, uh, four or five shooting, 11 points. You know what you're going to get from Bonnie just about every game. Yeah, uh, he, he's a, he's, he looks just yeah, like him. We, we made that comparison today. Cole texted me and said, man, Bonnie Patterson is bull hot. Just like, That's a hell of a compliment. Um, but, you know, Mojave Osura, I was kind of impressed with him. But really, man, I don't know. We got a lot to work on. It's weird seeing ETSU run zone every once in a while. I, I, it's, I've never seen it in my lifetime, us running a 2-3 zone. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Sucks we lost. I think it was a horrible call at the end of the game. I don't know how you call a blocking foul um, with, with eight seconds left like that. Um, crazy. I was listening to the post-game interview. Desmond said they did run the wrong play. They made the wrong read and a pass in the back and having them take a contested three. Uh, they're supposed to drive in the lane. But it is what it is. Uh, 0-1-1 to start the season. We'll talk about today's game uh, later. Um, take it away, man. Um, next up, UNCG. Uh, also, um, this starts our kind of trend of overtime games on Friday. Um, SoCon wanted to play a little yeah. extra. Um, yeah. They move on to 2-0 and and beat it. They beat a Faulkner. Um, Trevion Faulkner had 28 in that game. They win by one. Um, and this kind of gave us almost the opposite taste of the first game for them. Uh, Buckingham only has 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only have two people in double digits. But as a team, they get this one done. Um, yeah. Do you think Mike Jones has got a squad up there? No, I don't. Um, but I do think any win on the road is good. Um, North, Co- uh, North Coast State. Uh, Northern Kentucky is typically a pretty good program. Uh, not sure what they have this year. I don't know. We're, you know, we're two games in. We're going to learn a lot about these teams as the season goes on. Um, are they 2-0? Yes. Happy for them. Great. Um, I'm sure they feel great. Um, happy for the new coach. But, you know, we'll see when they play someone else. Yeah, I'm being a little harsh tonight. I'm being a little harsh tonight. I I feel like the loss uh, has got you down a little bit, but I definitely understand that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then next up, another overtime game, VMI at Presbyterian loses by one. Um, Jake Stevens has 23-9. and Uh, I'm going to talk about my guy a little bit, Trey Bonham. I think this guy, if he gets in the right situation in games, I think he could end up with a triple-double. He had four rebounds four assists and eight points. And I don't think it's going to be a crazy triple double. You don't really get those in college, but what he does for that team, um, I think he could end up being a big part. This was one I thought VMI had already won. I think I texted you. I was at the halftime of the Wake Western game. I was like, I just went three and all my picks. And then I realized they were going to overtime. (laughs) I was like, what? Yeah. Um, You got any takes on that one? Rayshon Harrison played a great game for Presbyterian. Uh, I think he put in 32 points, uh, third, 13 to 23 shooting, not the greatest, but I, you know, I give it to him. Um, Hill for them. Uh, Winston Hill down low is a, uh, is a senior. Uh, 6 for 7, 230, 22 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, that's a good matchup for Stevens. I think that really, you know, helps Stevens out a little bit, getting him ready for the SOCOM play. But man, Jake Stevens, there's not much more you can say about him. Great player. 23 and 9 speaks for itself. Um, I, I'm very surprised he came up short of Presbyterian. Presbyterian is a very low budget uh, university. Uh, when it comes to athletics in general. Uh, but you know what? It's a long season. We'll see. We'll see what they have. Uh, Kerfman has 18, added 18 for uh, for the key debts. But uh, really off the bench, there's nothing. No. There, there was absolutely nothing. There's 13 bench points, and that's not going to get you a win. So yeah, that's – uh, Jake has to shoot the ball more, man. I agree. I agree. Only 13 shots. Uh, that's your guy. I agree. 
and you know you've got nothing else going on. And you mentioned Winston Hill. That's a guy. Uh, he he was recruited to Western at one point. Mark Prosser, and then okay. we're really high on that guy. He is a yeah. ball player. Um, Rightfully so. And this one kind of breaks my heart to even read this score uh, for my guy. Uh, <laughs> Furman, 80. And they went to Louisville and beat them. Uh, I'm sure Socon John got really drunk after that win. Of course. Um, do you want to talk about it a little bit? I don't, I don't know if I can say anything without shedding One thing, you know, I'll give you – one thing Mason Faulkner did do, he led the team in assists, seven assists. I'll give it to him. Uh, Mike Bothwell, 30 points. Um, however, 13 to 15 from the free throw line. So there's 13 there. Uh, shout out him. Getting to the line, first of all. Uh, yeah, impressive game. Jalen Slauson, a little disappointed in him. Um, one for six, one of three shooting. Uh, Garrett Hine, he kind of proved me wrong a little bit. Uh, seven for 16, 18 points. Eight, uh, eight rebounds. Um, but really, man, Furman, they are, they look to be a pretty good team. They play Belmont tomorrow or Tuesday um, here in Nashville. So that'll be a good one. Not sure what Belmont has this year. I know they lost to Ohio, but anytime you go on the road and play at Belmont, it's usually going to be a pretty tough game. Um, you know, you can kind of, I mean, what do you got to say about your boy Faulkner? I'm just Dude. a little six points, 0 of 2. Um, he played 27 minutes, man. You, Mason Faulkner only gets two shots. You're losing deserves, the game, and you only get Mason Faulkner two shots. It, he, needs, he needs to play more. He needs to get more shots. I know he's coming off of an injury. Uh, just had surgery in the offseason, so I understand. And they're without, without Chris Mack, so they're working on some things. Um, yeah. But I, I fully expect Mason to be in that starting lineup by the end of the year. Yeah. And like you said, seven assists. He's going to be running this Louisville team. They're big. They're athletic. They will turn this around. Um, Mason at the helm. You've seen, you've seen his body work. I totally believe yeah. he'll get it done. Um, very, very team. tough. I want him to come uh, home. Him on this yeah. Catamount squad would make me very happy. But there's not much else to say about that one. Yeah, very tough for Furman or very tough for Louisville, rather, uh, paying Furman to come, you know, all the way and get beat. Um, that's, some, that's some ETSU Vandy shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but shout out Furman there, man. That's that's something that helps on the quest for the two-bit SoCon, which will happen eventually. <laughs> I like it in 30 – Maybe give it 30 years, I'd yeah. say. At least one time it'll happen. All of their P5 schools have dissolved. <laughs> it's just so fun to play basketball. <laughs> they'll, go, they'll go under. Um, yeah. Next game, Western uh, – ah, wait, wait, wait. Jump the gun. Wofford and Clemson. Yes. Um, what do you have on that one? Man, Wofford played like crap and still covered. Mm-hmm. This was another one of my locks that hit. Um, Messiah Jones fouls out in this one. I think that hurts Wofford a little bit. Yeah. Um, basically, though, you know, Clemson got it done with better guys, P5 guys. Yeah. Um, I was talking to one of my Wofford guys before this, and I was like, P.J. Hall is pretty good. And he's like, man, P.J. Hall ain't that good. P.J. Hall had 22, six of eight. Absolutely. And I was like, P.J. Hall is a ball player. Um, yeah. But what did you think? You know, I think Wofford really should have got this one done. They really should have. They were in foul trouble for a lot of the game. Uh, didn't shoot the three ball really well at all, 21%, uh, 5 of 23. It's not their thing. Uh, you know, you'd expect them to shoot the ball a little better. Ryan Larson, seven points. A four assists with seven rebounds. Uh, didn't play too poorly, but I mean, you know, when you have two, when you have two of your starters foul out, it's never the best, uh, best thing for you. But out of all the starters, they had one three point made. Um, I'm looking at a quick math. It looks like they were one for thirteen. Um, so for your starting lineup, and you're one for thirteen from three, and you're Wofford, uh, not what you want. But uh, still, they put up a great fight. You know, I mean, if they a few more shots go in for them, a few less fouls called, um, they could have upset them. Yeah. I think they were right there in that game. Um, and you kind of started trying to turn the wheel to it. Do you want to – you just want to go ahead and hear my spiel about the Cats going down there to Wake? Yeah, man, let's hear the Cats talking. Uh, let's let's hear what they did against uh, – I guess my former coach, uh, uh, Steve Forbes. Let's hear man, it. 
Steve Forbes loved to beat Western Carolina, but we had this guy. We had him dead yep. to rights in the first half. Yeah, um, we went down to down by two in the locker room. Um, I'll say our best players coming off the bench for this one. Trey's finally coming back. Um, he had 21 and six. Um, something that really hurt the Cats is uh, Joe Paracas. He's a transfer from K State. He only played 11 yep. minutes. He had four fouls. He was basically unplayable. Um, versus the Bowling Green game where he hit a bunch of big threes down the stretch. And he had 14 points and took 17 shots. And in yep. this one, um, he only gets three shots. And I think that's a guy, Western struggles with the height. We're very small. Um, guys like that need to step up. Um, Cam Baycott is a guy I'd like to see more of. He had nine points, but um, he's just been around a while. So I feel like he can be good. He's like a fifth-year senior. Um, same thing, Nick Robinson, 10 rebounds, nine points. I think the guy's going to be a double-double machine for Western. Um, not really because of he's like that as a player, just we're struggling mm-hmm. so bad on the glass that he's going to have to get down there every time. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's really it. You want to talk about the, the Saturday madness, your boy Pat Good? needs to live up to his name. I swiped up on his Snapchat today and said, Pat Good on a Pat Good. Um, man, what a comeback win. And what a choke. What a choke from Mercer. Um, I'll be real. Uh, what a comeback win for Winthrop. Uh, Hase with 41 and 10 uh, for Mercer. That was very, very impressive to me. And if Cali Alvarez finally kind of got on the board, kind of uh, played a solid game. Trying to look at the score real quick. Um, uh, let me see Alvarez. Yeah, uh, Alvarez with 28 points. That's what I was going at. 11 for 18 shooting. Uh, but really, Hase, 41, 7 for 9 for 3, 10 rebounds. Uh, I mean, he played he played great, but let's be real. Patrick Good in the clutch. There's no one on earth I would rather have than him behind the three-point line with the ball in his hands with about, I don't know, anywhere below two minutes left. Um, I was actually just looking at the pictures and videos of uh, senior night, uh, February 29th, 2020. Never forget it. Cole will never forget it either. Uh, this is back when I still hated Cole. And I booed him, and, um, and, and the Bucks took the win. The first time we really saw Pat Good. Uh, creates a madness since high school. I watched him high school the same thing. Uh, I'm rambling right now. Went through 2-0, Mercer 0-2. Um, again, Jalen Johnson, you got to step up. One for four shooting, two points, two rebounds, one assist. Uh, not the stat line from a guy who's been to two power fives. Just not, I don't know, not much to say about it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you had to mention uh, that game, but I, I just have to say it was probably <laughs> one of the worst nights of my life. Uh, we brought a cop with us to that one. It's the only time we'd ever brought a cop to any of our games, and he was next to me on the bench. And he had these nice, shiny shoes. And as many times as I jumped up, I'm sure I ruined that dude's shoes. I felt so bad. Uh, but that was one of the, probably one of the best college basketball games I've ever been a part of. Incredible. It gives me chills to this day. Um, you want to talk about the Asheville Chattanooga score before we get into the two games that you know, yeah, really had a absolutely, uh, absolutely. Asheville, you know what? Pick to win. They got votes to yeah. win the Big South over Winthrop. People thought they're yeah. better than Winthrop, and they got decimated today. What do you What do you think? I about mean, that? you know, and the thing is, we talked about this before the pod. Um, I mean, Malachi and, and David Jean Baptiste they only combined for nineteen points. You know, did. It wasn't an incredible day for Chat by any means, but they got it done. Um, they played a lot of players, too. I'm counting. I think they played 13 guys. Um, so, really pretty bench heavy today uh, and got help off the bench, too. It's not just like, you know, but uh, uh, DeSosa kind of came out, a little coming out party, uh, 11 and 8. And then uh, Banks with 20 points, two for three from the three-pointer, uh, three-point line, 8 to 11 shooting. Uh, Darius Banks really proved himself again. Um, but, you know, some very surprised on Malachi Smith, one for nine, one for four. 
uh, eight rebounds, six assists. Sometimes you're going to be off, but, you know, I'll still – I'll take seven rebounds, six assists uh, any day of the week. But, I mean, God, you win 75 – I mean, you win by 30. I mean, Nashville that's – scored 18 points in the first half. Awful. I mean, that's abysmal. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, give it to chat, you know. And, and you know, the chat's playing at home. Uh, not like it's a raucous environment, but they're playing at home, first home game, give it to them. But, um, man, I'm telling you, I – it's going to be hard to beat chat this year, no matter who you are. And, uh, and that's proven even when you're a, somehow you're a big South favorite and um, <laughs> you get beat. Do you have I any chat? Uh, At some point, I think Chattanooga is going to have to get ranked this season or be receiving votes. They are too good. You hold, you hold a team to 18 points. That's projected Very to win impressive. the conference. That's insane. 18 points in 20 minutes. Um, but that's really it. You mentioned it. Like if Smith yeah. and David Jean Baptiste only score 19 and you still win by 30. Yeah, that's, that's mind boggling. I think if either Western or ETSU, you know, their best two players only combined for 19, we're getting blown out. And absolutely the chat still win a game that way. That's wild. And, you know, mention the two teams getting blown <laughs> out. That's the next thing for us to talk about. Um, you want to break down yours first? I was really hoping you wouldn't ask me this. Um, yeah. <laughs> bad day at the office. If you're uh, on that ETSU basketball team today, um, we played a much better team. We're out, we're outnumbered, outmanned, outathlete, um, athleted. I don't know. I'm creating that word, um, man. Tough game. Go down to Thompson Bowling. Um, Tennessee beat us good, and they beat us real good. I was hoping they would overlook us, looking to Villanova this week, uh, but they didn't. Uh, I tell you what, man. They're uh, Kennedy Chandler. He's going to be a heck of a ball player. 16 points, six of nine shooting, two for three from the three. Um, thank God Viscovi was one of seven from the three-point line. I'll see what kind of lit us up more. Um, man, I'm hurting right now. I don't know what else to say. We're early. It's early on. It's too early to panic, in my opinion. Um, I'm not panicking at all. I'm, I'm quick to panic. I'll, I'll mention that. Um, however, LA, two of ten, two of six. He made the first shot of the game. I was expecting a lot more. I was talking shit. Um, all to just put my foot in my mouth and just get beat by, what was that, 32 points? Um, I will say Jordan King, seeing a transfer, very uh, impressed me. He kind of stepped up, four nine from the three, eight of 15, shooting 20 points. Um, Silas held scoreless only with one rebound. And um, it's not great when it's coming from your center. They out-rebounded us 25. They out-rebounded us 51-25. Um, that's not good. Really, that's really not good. Um, again, early, too early to panic. Um, we were outmatched. They ran by us a lot. We had a lot of sloppy turnovers. Um, I'm excited to see what we're going to do on Thursday against USC Upstate. I think that's a game that we ought to win. That's a game that uh, it could get us back on the right track. Uh, Tennessee is definitely better than the 18th, but I think they're way better than 18 in the country the way they play today. Not that we're, you know, up there. But um, I don't know. I think they're going to need Villanova run for their money. Give it to them. Fulkerson had a nice little uh, homecoming with six points, 10 rebounds against, uh, against his hometown Bucks. But, man, I'm just going to burn the tape on this one. We're going to move on. Yeah, I think you could be looking at back at this in two months, three months, and be like, "Yeah, that was a top ten Tennessee team." Like that, absolutely, they, they looked really good. Absolutely, um, they did not look like the when they played Martin in the first half of, the, of, the, of their first game. That is not the same team. Um, I was excited after I saw that first half against Martin. Um, Thirteen brand new players for Martin, and they you know they put a good first half on them. But yeah, I agree. I think looking back, we're gonna be like, you know, this this was a very good UT. Uh, a basketball team, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have a great year. And the fact that they were picked fourth or, or third in the in the SEC is just outrageous to me. Um, I don't. I very surprised with that. So we'll see how they do this year. 
Yeah, and you know, after that, at least you know, you, it's not like that's going to affect your your long term season. Mm-hmm. I think you can get over this absolutely. One easy. Um, Absolutely. We'll, we'll move on. I'll talk about my cats. <laughs> we also got to beat down, um, not yeah. by a ranked team. Um, one thing I will point <laughs> out, we won the second half. We, we That's all that matters. In the second half. We just, you know, you spot a team 23 points. Mm-hmm. You need, you've got to fight the entire second half like we did. Um, something I want to mention about this one, Joe. Played. It was actually 26 points, not to count, but it was 26. Just like yeah, it's, what's, How do you come back from that? What, what are you doing? <laughs> But uh, my guy, Nick Robinson, I keep talking about him. He fouls out in this one. He also fouled out in the wake game, I believe. So, you know, there might be a little bit yeah. there that we have to work on. But he's a guard that's been playing the centers because we're just so small. Um, yeah. He has 28, 9, and 5 in this one. 7 yeah. of 12 from 3. I don't know if anybody else wanted to win the game, but Nick Robinson definitely did. Absolutely. And that's a guy I'm excited to see from more from the year you know i've already got it in the bio this is the nick robinson fan account i will tweet <laughs> all day about him um i think you're lucky that we didn't win this one or there would have been no convincing me that he wasn't the player of the week absolutely um, i'm sold on that guy being good um and speaking of that you know you want to roll into those awards you want to give away our freshman of the week award i think this one's pretty clear cut shoot man who's it gonna be obviously it's gonna be jason roche 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 don't know i think roche I, I, are we going with roche I think we can go with that. I think it's Roche. Um, Citadel averaged 24 and seven in his first two collegiate games. And, and, you know, I'll give it to him. One game was not against the greatest team. One game was against an ACC, uh, ACC team who, I don't know, 10 years ago, pretty good. Uh, 27 to five, 21 and nine, um, 44% from the three in the second game, 57% from the three against Pitt. I mean, this kid had it going on. Uh, I was talking to you, man. I'm actually, he grew up in Ber- uh, Berkeley, California, I believe. Imagine going from Berkeley all the way to the – that's a long – man, I hope he flew because that is a long drive. But you're going from coast to coast. You got the West Coast. You got the East Coast. He's playing some good ball on the East Coast right now. Uh, give it to him, man. Freshman of the year. Who do we have for player of the week? Uh, freshman of the week. My bad. My yeah. bad. Freshman of the week. Hey, want to jump might as well give him the freshman of the year award now. <laughs> that guy brought his game. You said he went coast to coast. He went coast to coast with a bag. Absolutely. Um, really a deep one. And player of the week, you know, we talked about it. There's so many guys that you could have thought of. Hase with the 41. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest guy that made the biggest impact, I think we both agreed on, is Mike Bothwell. You go in a little bit with 30 and you carry your team to the victory. You, you shoot, what did yep. you say, 15 free throws? Um, yep. And, I mean, that's really all, all the stats would, you, know, you have to mention on them. I think they played an odd yep. D1 for their other game. But Mike Bothwell scoring 30 gets him that player of the week award. Absolutely. Couldn't be, um, couldn't be more – couldn't you? I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, you go in there thirty points. You get to the. I mean, you get to the line fifteen times. You drew fouls. You were aggressive, um, and I mean, Louisville's no slump. You know, they're they're a pretty good team. Uh, gonna be interesting to see what they do this year in the ACC. But um, I mean, if they're not, you know, they're not, they're no pit. You know what I'm saying? They're they're a pretty solid team. So I'm gonna give it to them. I think he very much deserved it. Um, we'll see what Hase can do the rest of the year, see if he can get in the player of the week conversation every week. But 41 points right there and 10 rebounds, that's impressive to me. Um, I think he's a very close second. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think, you know, that guy, I think if he wins the the, the real SoCon award he, this week, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised either. Um, I think the yeah. big thing that hurts him, and I think me and you would have easily given it to him if they win the game. Absolutely. Oh, without a doubt. And to be fair, they had the game. I, I thought they had the game won. Um, they really let him come back late. Um, I – I don't know. They beat they they could have really beaten a very very good Winthrop team. 
Yeah, and they kind of, you know, threw it away. Yeah. And I think that's something that they've done. Well, maybe I'm not going to say historically, but like the last two, three yeah. seasons, they've kind of lost yeah. games that they definitely shouldn't have. Absolutely. Um, and we can transition to Monday. I'm going to preview the whole week's picks with this. If you're not playing a D1 team, we're not going to talk yeah. about you. There's too many games going on to mention <laughs> non-D1 school. Um, and, you know, maybe we can just kind of pick winners in these and kind of hit a highlight yeah. of one big game per day. Um, Citadel at Presbyterian. Um, Citadel stay hot. Presbyterian's playing a lot of yeah. SoCon opponents early in the year. What do you think, Will? I think Citadel goes in there and wins. Um, we'll see if Roche can keep playing well. We'll see if he keeps stepping up. But, uh, yeah, I give it to Citadel here. Yeah, I think no, Citadel I might, I might watch that one just to see Roche play. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see Absolutely. that guy. And he's he's not like a lanky guard that's come in and done this. He's like 6'5", like 180. Like he's a, Absolutely. He's a basketball player. Um, UNCG, Coppin State. Uh, is UNCG going to stay undefeated? Yeah, they are. Coppin State's 0 4, not a good team. Um, they're going to be, you know, they're, I think, I think UNCG is going to lose to Green Bay on Thursday, but I, uh, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah, Coppin State's really not too much to be worried about. Um, and this is one that you mentioned earlier, um, mm-hmm. highlighting. What do, you, what do you think here? Furman Belmont. Uh, this is a tough one, but Belmont struggled against SOCON teams. They let Sanford come in there and beat them last year. Absolutely. And the same thing, you know, I'm not I'm not too familiar with the Mac, but I've really never been impressed with the Mac. Uh, open up the year and losing at Ohio. Um, not impressive for Belmont. Uh, Furman with a good win over Louisville. Your heart, your, your, your mind tells you to take Furman in this one. So I think it's going to be Furman in a close one. Yeah, and uh, Belmont's even favored by seven points. I think uh, wow. that's kind of kind of how we were talking Saturday about Western being favored by seven. That's one where you have to you have to hammer that points. I, I agree. Um, and then the last one, Sanford finally plays an actual opponent in San Francisco. Um, San yep. Francisco's minus 20. Is that is that chalk, too? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to give it to them. Um, Sanford, this is actually one of my picks of the week. Are they actually minus 20, or is that my line? That's that's the line that's live right now. Wow. That's incredible. Um, I was going to say Sanford's going to win by 10. You know, ooh, man, that's tough. I may take Sanford plus 20 in this one. I don't think Sanford loses by, by, by more than, by more than 15 in this game. Um, I don't know why, but I think, but I don't, I don't think they're going to be losing, losing by more than 15. I know Sanford's a good team. They're playing at Sanford. Uh, they're going to go play against uh, Oregon State on Thursday, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to go with uh, one of my picks as Sanford plus 20 against Sanford. You want to, uh, you want to do one of those each year on this one? I got to pick on this one too. If you want yeah. to go ahead and throw one yeah. of those out there. I'm going to take yeah. Furman Moneyline to beat Belmont. I like that. I think that I like there's that. no doubt that they just go in there and I'm not going to say completely obliterate them, but Mike Bothwell just yeah. scored 30 on Louisville. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And then Alex, Alex Hunter played really well in that game as well. So I think that they're just going to go in there and get that done. Um, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Alan, uh, Alex Hunter. He definitely is uh, someone we need to keep an eye on for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's a guy. I don't know if he's doing it every night. I feel like we've been waiting for him two, three yeah. years to do that. But Eventually, you know, I think he will. Uh, I mean, I guess I've been waiting a while for it, but I th- he's got the ability to step up. Absolutely. Um, he has and, the tools. Yeah, Tuesday the 16th, Chattanooga is hosting Tennessee Tech. Um, line's not out for this one, but I'm sure it's Chattanooga. They've actually given uh, Tennessee Tech a 19% chance to win this in the ESPN matchup predictor. Um, yeah, that's absurd. Um, Chat's going to beat Tech by a lot. Tech's a hometown team for me. Uh, tech hasn't been good at basketball for a long time. Um, I actually went to my first tech basketball game. I don't know. I think I was a junior in high school and they like had this new like projector on the, on the floor. Really cool. 
actually beat Belmont that night. And they were decent at basketball that year. Um, haven't been good since. I've never been back to the hoop since I graduated high school. Um, I'm giving chat. I mean, I don't know what the line's going to be, but truly I said to you, I think chat's going to win this by 20. I'm throwing out the number 20 a lot, but this is going to be my second pick of the week. Uh, chat's going to win this game by 20 points. And if, I wish you could bet players because I think David Jean Baptiste is going to have a lot of points in this game too. Really? I would almost go the other way. I think Malachi Smith, who's not started hot to start the season, okay. I think they're okay. going to let him kind of get cooking. Did a little breakout game for him. I like that too. I like um, that too. But you mentioned, yeah, this Tennessee Tech team's not very good. Uh, Mason Faulkner, got to shout my guy out. He had a game winner on him last year, made Sports Center sunk those guys. Um, yep. It was great. And now Thursday rolling around, we're going to start getting into some of these MTE events. Yep. Um, starting with, you mentioned earlier, UNCG Green Bay um, and the Jersey Mike's Classic. Uh, I think I made a joke on Twitter. I said, bold of UNCG to schedule Jersey Mike's as opponent four <laughs> times in a row. Um, you got a winner in that one? Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to take, uh, take Green Bay. I think UNCG. Man, if UNCG, if UNCG is 4-0, it's going to be just absolutely disappointing for me. I hate G with a lot of my body and heart. Um, yeah, I think Green Bay takes this one. You know, I don't know too much about them. Typically, they have a decent team up there. Uh, pretty athletic. I know they came into Freedom Hall a few years back and beat us. Uh, pretty bad, actually. So, uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to take Green Bay in this one. You want me to break your heart, Will? Go for it, man. Um, Go for it. They're giving them a 4.8% chance to win that. And um, this week, what? Green Bay played at Wisconsin, and they mm -hmm. scored a total of 34 points. They didn't have a single player getting double digits. You know what? That's not a good look for me. Um, I hate. I didn't. I didn't do my homework on this, and I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, but they I, did. I, I just looked at it just now <laughs> talking about it so much. I said I got to look at this Green Bay team, zero and two. But I, I still think you might be right. You know, maybe yeah. UNCG getting in there for that. I don't know where this classic's being played at. I feel like they could be a little bit of a lull. Um, but would UNCG put more than fifty on Wisconsin? Let's be real. I don't think they would. I think Buckingham would get the double digits though. That's what shocks me. Your best players not even gonna be in double digits against Wisconsin. Like that's tough. That's tough. wild. Um, uh, and then rolling into Thursday, I think I'm gonna steal your shine here for a little bit. Okay. I'm taking the Bucks, man. It's my second pick. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take them minus 15 against Upstate. Wow. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give 15 points. I think they're gonna dismantle Upstate. Um, I shout out my guy Mir. I doubt he listens to this podcast, but he left uh, Western and now plays at Upstate. Um, but I okay. just I don't think Upstate's very good. I think your they're Bucks not. at home, guys. That's their first. That's gonna be their first win of the season. I think they're gonna they get will done, be. and they're gonna get it in a great fashion. Um, Brewer's gonna play well. Sloan's not gonna have a turnover. Um, Bo Hodges, Bonnie Patterson, whoever <laughs> whoever's on the court, that guy's gonna play well as well. Um, you want to say anything about that? I'm with you. I think each is gonna win the game. I don't know if it's gonna be a 15. I could see it. Uh, LA needs the Brewer brothers need to have a good game here. I think LA needs to have a coming out party. Uh, he was guarded very well today by UT. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with ETSU. Obviously, I'm going to go with ETSU the every game this year. Um, but realistically, I think we will win this game. Yeah, and I, I definitely think you will. 15, I think they're going to smash them. Um, Upstate's just going to want to be going home at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one. On Thursday, Samford at Oregon. Samford's kind of doing this West Coast swing. Um, yep. I'm sure Wesley Cardet's signing helped them get some of these games. What do you think about this one? Uh, Oregon State wins this one. Too much talent against a, a Samford team who did not impress me at all. Uh, played two non-D1s, didn't play them well. Um, 
didn't get to 100. They granted they got 99 against Miracle Calls, but I mean, God, what did they have in their first preseason game last year? Like 170, something yeah. crazy. Like, I mean, that's absurd. So, uh, Buckyball, is it changing? Is he evolving? Not sure. Uh, but I, I don't think they're gonna have any chance in this one. Yeah, I, I don't see them even being tied for more than 10 minutes of the game. Um, yeah. I would love for both of us to be wrong. They'd upset them, but me uh, too. That'd be great. I highly doubt for, it. For a pro SoCon podcast, we're not doing a great job right now. Well, you're not on a SoCon podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't put 100 on Maryville College, but you're going to go beat Oregon. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and, you know, we're rolling into this. Jersey Mike's continued MTE, uh, UMass, UNCG. Um, you got a winner in that one. That one looks like it's going to be a little bit closer. Man, I'll let you take this one. I know nothing about UMass. Another one and one right now. Uh, a loss to Yale by 20, beat UMBC, who beat Virginia three years ago, four years ago in the NCAA tournament. Um, besides that, not really familiar with them. I know they play against Penn State tomorrow. Uh, see what they can do against them. You know, any winning against the Power Five is impressive. Uh, then go to Weber State, play them. Uh, but, you know, no, I, I really have no – I have no clue about this game. To me, it's a toss-up. I think UMass will beat UNCG just because that's what my heart tells me. Yeah, I think it's a toss-up as well. Um, yeah. This is being played in Florida, so maybe yeah. you know the the warm weather gets to UMass since they're from the cold. I don't know. Um, I I like think I'm gonna go SoCon here, just because you know we gotta get the that, that rep up for the two bit SoCon. Um, Absolutely. And this next one is actually probably a big game for the two bit SoCon. Um, Radford at Furman. Um, yeah. The Paladins again. I, I like the Paladins. Anytime you go to anytime you go play at Furman, it's gonna be a very very tough game. Uh, Timmons Arena, for some reason, is a very tough place to play. Um, yeah, I'm going Furman here. And then Hampton Wofford. What do you have in that one? Um, oh, man, that's tough. Hampton, you know, they've been strong in the Big South before, but yeah. Wofford's really good. Um, they are. Shooting like crap against Clemson, they knocked them off. Uh, I'm going to take Wofford in this one. I think it's going to like that. You know, probably like a 10 point win. And um, this is going to roll into my last pick. Um, (laughs) I'm taking my cats minus six. Okay. I'm I'm giving us the favorite over UMBC. You know, I'm not sure how that'll end up working out. Um, That's a, that's another MTE. We're playing at all these are at uh, Longwood, but uh, UMBC is not very good either. No, they're not not. saying that we're not very good, but I I think that we're going to beat them here. ESPN is only giving us a 26% chance, but I think Nick Robinson's going to, you know, pull a little ice cube, mess around and get a triple double. Um, carry the triple double. That one. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. It's right double. there today. Mess, mess around, get a triple double. Um, you heard it here first. And then Saturday, I'm just going to rattle off all four of these games. I think some of them are kind of, you know, point blank. Um, and we'll maybe highlight the big one, at least what I think. Okay. Um, Absolutely. Western American, I think Western wins that one easily. Uh, Mercer yep. at St. Louis. I think St. Louis takes them down. And VMI is playing Martist. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Marist. I Marist. Marist. I think VMI gets that one as well. But this is a big game. I was almost about to pick on this one as well. But I've got my three. Um, chat at VCU. What do you think about that? It's my third pick. Um, chat money line at VCU. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Um, I'm just confident. My gosh. VCU, yeah, they're a great – they're they're a storied program. Um, they're only averaging fifty seven and a half a game. Um, offensively, I don't know if that's enough to beat Chat. Uh, they play a slow play uh, a slow pace. Um, 
I, I, I just I got to go with chat here. It's a, it's a tough place to play. I'll give it to VCU. That's really their only sport that they really, 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 really love. Um, I, I could be wrong on that, but that's I'm pretty positive. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with chat here. I'm rambling at this point, but uh, yeah, chat money line. That's my third pick. Go ahead with uh, with chat here. Chat's gonna be undefeated to start the year. Yeah, I they're really good, and I think that's all you have to yep. say about them. If they can, they're do really good. They beat a team by thirty and have their best players suck. Um, you know, it, it's just gonna be yeah. a good season for them. Um, and then Sunday, Furman is hosting Navy. That's interesting to me. I can't believe Navy's going down there, but you got a winner in that one. Yeah, Furman. I don't. I don't think Navy has any shot going to Timmins and winning that one. Yeah, I think that's pretty uh, cut forward. Um, Western is playing Longwood. Um, this is the last game of that MTE. Uh, three games in three days is a lot for my cats. Um, yeah. But we'll go back. I will go there. back to the. I will go back to the Navy Furman game real quick. I will say Navy did beat UVA this year. However, I would have I would have picked them if they didn't play Virginia Tech so poorly. They got beat by twenty against Virginia Tech, um, and they're actually they're actually playing Louisville tomorrow. They have a tough like first five games. Um, and and shout out John Carter from uh, from he went to Summit High School here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Um, very very good player. I led the team against Virginia first night. But again, I think Furman wins that. Sorry to cut you off there, Cole. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Add all you got, man. I love the, I think that's what we bring to this, you know, whole podcasting thing is a little details that we know about our schools. Um, Absolutely. And then Georgia Southern's going to Wofford. Um, you got Wofford in that one. I think that should be another one, you know, Georgia Southern, they're undefeated, but I just don't know if they're on the SoCon level. No, I got, I got Wofford there. I think Wofford's hungry for a win after they lost that Clemson one. Uh, definitely going Wofford here. And then to round out the week, UNCG is playing their final Jersey Mike's game against FIU. Um, I guess FIU is kind of the host here since they're playing in Florida. You got a winner in that one? Yeah. You know, I, I actually, since I bet with Georgia last week, I watched the Georgia FIU game. FIU had a nice little comeback towards the end, kind of let Georgia – let them slip. They, I really thought they were going to beat them. Uh, they kind of let it slip. Um, FIU is a solid team. I'm going to go with FIU here. I, I think we could see that. Um, it's yeah. only got them 35 on the ESPN, but um, I will say this. They did manage to score triple digits against their, their non-D1. And like you Trinity said, they played, Georgia, yeah, they played Georgia close, which is impressive. Um, and I think they got a Brewer down there. <laughs> uh, Tevin Brewer, I'm sure of no relation, but, you know, if it's you've got a Brewer on your basketball team, <laughs> you, uh, you're set up for success. And that, that takes like, it's like a week. It, I like it. Um, um, anything anything else you want to? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, no, I, I don't. Um, pray if each issue loses that I'm all in, and my sanity is still there. Um, I will say again, I would be looking forward to seeing everyone who listens to this podcast, no matter where you're at in the United States or globally. This is actually a global podcast. Um, um, I will be looking forward to seeing you guys at William B. Green this weekend. Cole, you have anything else to add? Man, I think I'm pulling for your bucks. Let's go, man. I see y'all not getting the job done. We only lose by 10 to Mercer with our backup quarterback. Mercer needed five turnovers to beat Chad. Chad needed the refs to beat us. I hate to blame on the refs. We didn't play great. The refs were horrible down there. Um, I think we take this one. And honestly, honestly, I'm going to say I think we take it by more than the spread. I don't know what the spread's going to be, but excuse me, typically we don't win by more than seven points. Um, historically, with the Stokon games, uh, I do think we win more than a, by more than a touchdown in this one. Yeah, I don't think Mercer is that good. And you really – you look at it in the schedule, the football games. 
it was really a weird year for SoCon football. Absolutely. And we're going to go off on a tangent and talk about this a little bit, but <laughs> even my cats, man, besides Chattanooga, yep. we're a touchdown away from being yep. from last week being for the SoCon title. Absolutely. Which is um, weird to say. And I, again, I hate to say it, but the refs just really suck. Um, Poor VMI, man. They uh, the refs, I think, kind of cost them the win down in Furman, or at least uh, a good shot at the win. I know there was some time on the clock. I don't know if you saw that. I believe it was Michael Jackson who had the touchdown taken away from him. Um, had a foot in by by a good yard. Um, and actually, I will give to the referees though. If you are listening to this and you are official, um, you had a great game against West Carolina. That was like the first time all season I was not like, wow, we are getting hosed. Um, I thought I thought the refs did pretty well in that game for us and, and for Western Bow. Other than the touchdown yeah, you know, they gave you, and the guy was not close to the end zone. And then where I think Jacob Sailors didn't uh, did score, they they said he didn't. I, I still don't know about that one. But um, yeah, yeah, I um, I don't know. It's been, it's, it has been a weird year. Wofford's really bad, and they're gonna play on the road. I think at UNC this Saturday, and uh, that could be a massacre. Um, yeah, and shout out, hey, shout out my friend Summy Carley, Citadel player, um, finishing up his career. Proud of him with the University of South Carolina and transferred over to Citadel family school for him. Nice win this weekend against Wofford. Always fun to beat up, uh, beat up your kind of little brother there, I guess. I'm just going to say that was a good really game. Four times. It was a great game. Great game. Wonderful game. Uh, Jalen Adams, ETSU, or uh, John City, hometown. It's uh, playing very well. Very, uh, very good quarterback. Yeah. And I think, you know, that pretty much does it. Um, yeah. Until next week, we appreciate y'all listening from me and Will. Thank you. This is Southern Comfort. Thank you.